0: Welcome to Machine Learning. So the question is how to produce hydrogen cheaply. Interesting, so, uh, the world produces five fifty billion kilograms of hydrogen a year. Thomas Germillo, a researcher from Stanford, had developed a catalyst for accelerating the production of hydrogen using a chemical reaction that lowered the energy required to produce hydrogen. The production of hydrogen is faster and requires less energy. Germello discovered a catalyst with properties of being stable in acid. The oxygen evolution reaction catalyst required 270 millivolts to reach oxygen production. The catalyst is a thin film crystal grown on a flat surface made from iridium oxide on one layer and strontium Iridium oxide on the other. Iridium oxide is the only known catalyst that works in an acid. Lee Cronlin of the University of Glasgow used a liquid to store hydrogen as a um, liquid-based inorganic fuel. He developed a process for the release of hydrogen at 30 times greater volume per unit of energy than the current electrolysis methods of hydrogen production. He calls this process artificial photosynthesis system and uses solar power as the energy source. Even Johnson of high-tech power has Evan Johnson of High Tech Power has a technology for creating hydrogen boosts for diesel engines to improve the fuel efficiency. So what a hydrogen boost is, is it produces a certain amount of hydrogen to help. So the uh, hydrogen boost, what it does is uh, it injects it uh, certain small amounts of hydrogen uh, that's being reformed by electrolysis from the battery and it mixes with the um, air intake and hydrogen burns at a higher degree of temperature than gasoline so what it's doing is there's a large percentage of gasoline that is not burnt in the chamber Um, and so the hydrogen, because it's burning at a higher temperature, will burn more of the fuel, and the idea is to get increased power uh, and uh, efficiency from burning hydrogen with the fuel. Now, hydrogen, you can, uh, with some modifications to your engine, uh, like uh, adding special rings and gaskets, and then putting the, uh, the engine under a higher compression, uh, more, more pounds per square inch of oxygen, uh, burn hydrogen directly in a gas chamber. So there, there are hydrogen powered uh, vehicles that are internal combustion with internal combustion engines. So the hydrogen boost uh, was used for diesel engines to improve efficiency. The hydrogen generator used titanium plates and electro catalysts and and electricity to produce hydrogen. A semi-diesel engine could be retrofitted with the hydrogen boost for about $10,000. The high tech for cars store hydrogen in a metal hydrate. Under pressures of 200 psi, yielding a miles range of 300 miles, he has created a liquid fuel for transportation, and that that might be a possibility for if uh, you because you now reduce uh, the carbon fiber tanks are at uh, between I think five to ten thousand psi, so they're under a lot of pressure. So having a, a, a liquid fuel combined with a low-pressure metal hydrate uh, would be make a lot of sense in my mind because the, the refueling would be faster and the storage would be under less pressure. The MIT Plasmatron used a resonant pulse electrolysis to release hydrogen producing a Brownian gas that will burn. Mark Davis used magnesium oxide to keep heat based hydrogen temperatures to 800 Celsius versus uh, 1000 Celsius. So anytime uh, you can reduce the amount of energy required to produce hydrogen, you reduce the cost. So the plasmatron was really interesting because you didn't actually break the hydrogen totally out it it weakened the covalent bonds of the um of the oxygen and so you had now this brownian gas water that would burn and uh, they have some demonstrations on youtube where they have brownian water that runs a a little generator and it it's running off of brownian water that's uh the covalent bonds have been weakened to me I thought that the brownian water was going to be um, was going to be a real popular uh, commercial alternative but I don't hear anything about it, it seems like it's uh, just kind of died away however it's kind of like who killed the electric car um, you know anytime there's you have a monopoly they monopolies can put up barriers and uh, and so you have to have uh, agencies willing to fight monopolies to prevent them from uh, creating barriers that are anti-competitive. So all these these uh, four alternatives here, one with the improved catalyst uh, out of Stanford, uh, able to produce energy at a faster and cheaper rate with less voltage. Um, that one would be probably popular. I don't know how available iridium oxide is or strontium ox- uh, iridium oxide is for the two layers, but the it seems like if that if those metals were fairly cheap and the process of uh, putting them onto a surface um, and and then allowing it to interact with an acid to produce hydrogen uh, was cost effective that that would be could be uh, converted into mass production and hydrogen more available that way then you would um, they, there would be um, on-site reforming you could uh, bring in the acids and then do the uh, put the catalyst in and then it could be uh, <clears throat> it could be transforming or reforming the uh, not, not reform but uh, it could be um, chemically creating the hydrogen through the catalyst and then storing the hydrogen in tanks. And so then when the semis or cars pulling up, uh, then it could be pressurized into those tanks. And uh, imagine that a carbon fiber tank would take about eight minutes to uh, fill. So it'd be kind of like a propane tank. You know, it would make the connection uh, and then they would start to pressurize the, the fuel, and it would probably be done manually or through a robot um, originally uh, because there would need to be a connection, a strong connection made, uh, make sure that there's no leakage of the hydrogen, and, uh, and then it would have to pressurize the tank up and then eventually close the tank down.